0: Our colleague Erin Aylworth has been covering the murder of George Floyd since it happened last May. Over those months, she's spoken a lot with his family. And today, she sat down with some of them again, bringing two phones to record the conversation. Okay,
1: we'll put in one next to you. Okay. And one over here. Okay. And that way we'll pick up all the sounds.
0: But this time, Um, when she sat down with Floyd's brother and nephew, she said it felt different.
1: Today, one of the things that struck me the most is that they were smiling. And a lot of our other conversations have been really sad and emotional because, you know, they're talking about losing their brother, losing their uncle, losing their loved one. And so today it was just a, a completely different emotion from them. And that was, that was this sense of relief. You know, they said that, that when they heard the verdict, they took a huge breath.
0: The verdict Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all counts in the killing of George Floyd, a rare instance in which an on-duty police officer was convicted in the death of a Black man. And for the Floyd family, it was the outcome they'd been hoping for.
2: A lot of hugging and a lot of crying. No, it felt good to know that uh, the justice system uh, held up and um, justice was served.
0: Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Linebaugh. It's Wednesday, April 21st. Coming up on the show, George Floyd's family reflects on the verdict.
3: This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com journal. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Today I met specifically with Philonis Floyd, George Floyd's brother, and Brandon Williams, George Floyd's nephew. I wanted to meet with them just to see how they were feeling today. You know, they've had a few hours to process this guilty verdict and to talk to them about— Going through this trial, having to see this video evidence over and over again of George Floyd's death, and really just dive into what the experience had been like. Just tell me briefly what that was like going through this trial and and knowing
0: that you would have hard moments watching this video.
4: Uh, it was you had uh, like a emotional roller coaster.
0: This is Philonis, George Floyd's brother.
4: You're constantly up, up, up down. Um, it's just, you have to go through so much of reliving the acts of them killing your brother over and over and over
2: again, it's deja vu.
1: You both spent time in the courtroom. What was that
0: like?
2: It was emotional in the courtroom. Um, I think everything was emotional.
0: This is Floyd's nephew, Brandon.
2: But it's even more emotional in the courtroom because in the family room, you can lean on each other for support when it gets hard. You know, you can kind of hug each other and keep each other close. But in the courtroom, it's only one person allowed to go in. So when the moments get hard, you can't look over your shoulder or look over, you know, and, um, and just feel your loved ones presence and hug on them and, and get some kind of comfort. And then also, it's even more emotional because, you know, their children are standing just feet away from you. And, you know, um, so everything kind of comes back to you at once. It kind of puts you at the scene more than anything. And nobody wants to relive May 25th all over again.
1: Tell me about the moment that you first heard that there was a verdict in first.
4: You know, that came back in less than 24 hours. Yeah, that was fast. Just, uh, yeah, just 10 hours. Yeah, Just 10 hours. 10 hours. It, to me, I was grateful because when it came back
2: so fast, no hesitation. My stomach immediately got tight, man. Uh the moment we've been waiting for, for almost 11 months, and my <laughs> stomach was tight.
1: And so when you heard the actual verdict, <laughs> the judge reads it out, Cahill mm. reads it out. Mm. Just describe that moment. What were you feeling? What were you thinking? What did you guys do?
4: First of all, uh, I was there and I was pacing back and forth because I was nervous. And when I went in there, I went and checked into my seat and I prayed, and I prayed for 30 minutes. As long as it took the jury and the judge to come out, like 30 minutes, and just listening to that judge when he was reading it out, one, two, he would say some numbers and then he'll say, guilty.
2: to Count one, unintentional second degree murder while committing a felony, find the defendant guilty.
4: And then he'd say some numbers again, and he said guilty.
2: Count two, third degree murder, perpetrating an eminently dangerous act, find the defendant guilty.
4: And I was just waiting on that last one. He said those numbers, and then he said guilty.
2: Count three, second degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, find the defendant guilty.
4: I was like, I wanted to jump up, you know, I was excited, but it just felt like we won a championship. It it felt special. Um, It touched my heart, and I know it touched American people all around the world, Um, people in foreign countries. It touched them because people have reached out to me from Germany, Italy, London, Brazil, different places, and they all said, we can't breathe until you get justice. So we will breathed together, and we all took a breath at that time. We all took a breath.
1: Did you watch Derek Chauvin's reaction at all?
4: When they told him to put his hands behind his back, the cuffs made that noise. That right there made me feel a lot better. But the fact that I thought about my brother, how he had his hands pushed up, they didn't do that to him. They treated him with respect. And if he would have treated my brother with respect, we wouldn't be having this case. Amen.
0: We'll be right back.
3: This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com journal. Terms and conditions apply. Looking to invest? Start your journey by exploring exchange-traded funds with Global X ETFs.
0: for Derek Chauvin of Guilty on All Three Counts. Talk to us about how big this verdict was and why.
1: I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I wasn't expecting Guilty on All Three Counts. It's pretty significant. I mean, it's not usual to see a conviction like this against a police officer for an action in the line of duty.
0: For the Floyd family, the conviction was a big step on the road to justice. But it wasn't the first. Last year, they reached a civil settlement with the city of Minneapolis for $27 million, one of the largest settlements ever.
1: A couple of weeks ago, you said, we are looking for whole justice. It's not just about the settlement. But now you have these two legal decisions, A, a record settlement, right? And now this guilty verdict on all counts. Compare those two moments for your family.
2: You can't put a price on human life. Mm-hmm. It was a historic settlement, and we're appreciative of that. But you know, um, at the end of the day, it was a wrongful death, and George should still be here. Mm-hmm. And all parties involved, you know, we need we need justice.
1: Were there any moments yesterday that you particularly felt him, or any memories that particularly came up, given?
4: given the, the verdict? George always said, never give up. And we we never gave up. We fought. We fought to the end. But we fought peacefully. And that's the thing that I get up all of it, because showing didn't fight peacefully. Yeah. He tortured my brother to death.
1: What do you guys want to see happen? And what do you want to see from the president and from I want,
4: Pelosi? I want to see the George Floyd Police Act passed. We need that. You got to think about Breonna Taylor, the No Knock Warren. You got to think about Eric Garner and George Floyd, the chokehold law. All this had to be diminished. We need to put this in effect. You have to also think about these dash cams and these body cams need to be on at all times. Too many people are dying and they're covering stuff up and sweeping it on the rugs. Minneapolis is one of the places that's determining a lot of these factors. So we'll be pushing that same issue and helping counsel other families because this feels it feels like another ending cycle.
1: And so I know you guys have the trial for the other three officers. Having gone through this, how were you thinking about that trial and just yeah, you know, this experience
2: again. It gives again. us confidence more than anything. It gives, us com- it gives us confidence that this legal system will hold up and that exactly what we saw and what the world watched on their video was murder, and that people will be held criminally accountable and be convicted. Mm-hmm. We, we have hope now. I think this gave America hope. It gave the world hope. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, in similar situations when police kill our un- black men and women, we don't get justice. A lot of times we don't even get charges. Yeah. The blue wall has collapsed. Mm. And that was deep because
4: they stick together. But these officers and these chiefs and these lieutenants, they all stepped up and they all said, hey, this was wrong.
2: We don't condone this. And if you think about just within the last two weeks, there's been several more killings. Don't tell you right. heard about a 15 year
1: old i think the the girl in ohio
2: yesterday it's like when does it stop maybe this sends a message to officers that other officers other police chiefs are going to stand up and speak out now that you can be convicted Mm -hmm. you will be held accountable and you can get convicted Mm -hmm. and i think it um sends a message to them and before they decide to use excessive force You know, hey, I I can be held accountable. Let me not do this. And it saves lives. We don't want families to go through the pain that we go through.
0: Now that this trial has concluded, what's coming next?
1: Well, there will be sentencing for Derek Chauvin in a few weeks. And then, of course, I think we have to wait for the timing of the next trial for the other officers. In the midst of that, we also have Dante Wright's funeral coming up tomorrow in this area. So I know the Floyd family is planning to be there, and that I think just speaks to the fact that despite this really landmark verdict yesterday and the happiness that they feel over that, that they know this discussion is not over and it's not over Precisely because tomorrow they will be attending the funeral of another Black man killed by police.
0: That's all for today, Wednesday, April 21st. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like our show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon.